0: hello and welcome back to anything goes i'm your five wing four host madison
1: and i'm your nine wing one host kate
0: and this is a podcast about the enneagram so just to jump right into our um intro and kind of announcements this is the last episode that we are pre-recording um so we are pre-recording this on april 11th and we will see you um, in September. Yay. Uh, whoop, whoop. Um, Maddie is
1: off on a, a wild adventure. If Venus. you can guess what it is, you get a gold star.
0: Mm-hmm. You'll get a shout out. How about that in the show? Um, um, should I give you a, are listening- a hint? Oh, go ahead. Should I give a hint? Uh, sure. Let's see. I'm getting vaccinated. Um, on the 14th because what I'm doing involves some travel um it is not as dangerous as a lot of the other travel because it's pretty solitary it's pretty just socially like, distanced there it's socially distanced yes the the main issue is just the one flight down to like what I'm doing and then after that um it's very socially distanced um <laughs> so yep. if you have a guess um let us know um, yeah, some other disclaimers. We are not safe for work, so plug in those headphones. Um, we haven't talked about sex in a while, but it's mainly just cursing. Um, we're LGBT. You can't even curse that much. We haven't. Maybe we. Maybe we don't need to have that in anymore because we don't have the sex segments. Well,
1: no. Hold on. Hold on. Fuck. There we go. <laughs> now we're now we're not safe for work.
0: Um, we're not professionals, as. <laughs> you can probably imagine now <laughs> um we are not enneagram certified though we might i will be working on that um eventually that is not I have, why i'm leaving
1: yeah very few aspirations for me
0: mm-hmm. um we're also not christians so this is not an, a christian enneagram centered podcast no um you can email us or tweet us Anything goes at gmail.com or at anything goes, same way it's spelled
1: here. um If you like the show, be sure to check out our Patreon. You can support uh our, our fees for hosting sites. You can support getting new materials for us. And you can support Maddie joining a cult.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: if any of that's of interest to you, go check us out on Patreon.
0: Yep. All right. So this is a
1: wild card episode.
0: Yeah. Um, we've been kind of putting them in after we finish a section or after we finish going through all the triads we've been putting in just a random episode to like refresh so this one is on um, sleeping at last Um,
2: which
0: is a band it's a band yeah yeah Um, so our question of the month was about how did you guys feel about them and Uh, Do you like their stuff or, you know, and so um, general consensus was that positive reviews. Um, I was surprised because most of, regardless of what type you actually were, because um, um, Sleeping At Lasts has their, one of their more recent works is that they released an album with a a song for each type. And so regardless of type, most people's favorite song um, was either eight or three.
1: See, I get three. Mm-hmm. but that actually ranks like kind of middle for me I don't get eight I mean I guess it's a bop eight's but I didn't bomb. like it when I first heard it I it
0: was immediately my favorite I love eight eight's probably the only one eight or one are probably the only ones that I would listen to without it being like Enneagram research uh,
1: yeah you know maybe it's just my personal taste
0: Mm -hmm. Because I'm so uh, sleeping at last, um, just so you know, their uh, genre is new age folk. Yeah. um, Which is not something I generally listen to. It's very good. Um, They do have other kind of things, which I have some fun facts about them for later. But they've got
1: a great series about um, he does he does works when NASA does like new shit. Mm-hmm. They'll drop stuff based on the space missions and the new discoveries and I don't know. It's just interesting.
0: Yeah. But uh, so um, going to move on from the question of the month because there wasn't much to really discuss there. It's just more for us to get some info. Um, but just some background on like what's who is sleeping in last like what what's going on. So, um, sleeping at last, um, was a band that consisted of three members, which was Ryan O'Neill, Chad O'Neill, his brother and Dan Perdue. And they made, um, music for a couple of years before Chad and Dan kind of quit the band a little bit more, or I I don't know how much Chad has. Uh, I don't know how much Chad kind of works with them now, but now it's, um,
1: it's it's just Ryan O'Neill.
0: Yeah. He does his solo work through it. Um which the Enneagram stuff that we're going to be talking about is just Ryan O'Neill's um, solo yeah. work. However, the the older stuff with um, Chad and Dan two is pretty good. I listened to one or two songs. Yeah. Um, so you might want to check out their earlier works.
1: So the Enneagram songs
2: mm-hmm.
1: are part of a concept series called Atlas in which Ryan O'Neill deconstructs like the life life the universe and everything in it kind of
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um so atlas one talks about the the planets and sort of like big bang type stuff and then atlas two is more about humans emotions um and then the enneagram as basic personality archetypes Mm -hmm. um i highly recommend if you're interested like if you listen to some of the stuff and you're interested just listen through the whole concept album you'll find some things that you'll like you'll find some things that you don't like um but a lot of my favorite Seeping At Last songs aren't actually the Enneagram songs, they're other things Mm -hmm. um, in the Atlas work series. Mm -hmm. If you really wanna do a deep dive after this, go check out Ryan O'Neill's podcast where he does uh, in-depth analysis of every single Enneagram song that he makes.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. we do have to put in the, the warning, though. Um, I haven't listened to the podcast, but you told me Yeah. it's a little. Um, uh... So he, he brings
1: in um, Christopher Huertz to talk about what each type is. And if for those of you who don't know Christopher Huertz, like since then, uh, it's come out that he has a lot of like grooming, uh, abusive, emotionally manipulative tendencies. There have been allegations against him. Um, that's caused a big stir in the Enneagram community. So, if that's not your cup of tea, maybe skip those bits or just don't listen.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't have much else on this. You are more the expert on sleeping um, at last.
1: Yeah. I so. Well, it's funny because the way that I found out about them was actually through. Alyssa, my partner. She, we were doing. Uh, we're okay. So we met. We met through d and D group, which is like the nerdiest fucking way to meet. Um, but we were talking about our our campaign and our characters, and she had recommended the songs because she's like, oh my gosh, you know, they're talking about people's personality types and characters, and it's very interesting when you're playing a role-playing game to kind of investigate what type is my character, you know, what type is this fictional thing that I've created, Um, and so that's how I first got into it, Um, she sent me the song, I liked it, I listened to it, I listened to more of their stuff, Um, and then I think the height of my Sleeping At Last sort of obsession was when I was in Japan with you, Maddie, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, well, you have to, you know, you have to hear about this Enneagram stuff, and here's this band that does songs about the Enneagram. Um, and for me, that was very interesting. And, and one of my sort of initial deep dives into what types were, there were two podcasts I listened to that anything for, or Enneagram for Idiots podcast was a big sort of influential part in my early Enneagram knowledge and also um, Ryan O'Neill's songs and deconstructing them. Uh, Because he goes into a lot of depth about thinking through how um, the way he talks about it is the, like, he wants to talk about it almost as as both the sort of average level coping mechanisms and what the potential sort of pinnacle or peak or self-love might look like for that type. Mm. It's just nice. Um, so let's get down to our faves, and then we can deconstruct why uh, why there are faves, what the lyrics are, and, and how they fit into things, and all that kind of stuff.
0: So my faves, um, I rank them. Um, my favorite is eight, then one, and two, and those are probably the only ones I would listen to um, not in Enneagram things, just because the the beat's a little more my style, and a little more, I don't know something I would listen to on a daily basis. And then following down through um, six, seven, five, nine, three, and four.
1: Yeah. Um, I have, so my top three are very solid, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then things are kind of fuzzy after that. Favorite Mm -hmm. is by far six. Um, I. It's just, I don't... Maybe it's a bad thing that as a nine, I really relate to a six. Oh, also, uh, for your information, Ryan, O'Ne- Ryan O'Neill is a nine, which kind of influences how you view some of the way that he's writing about things and what he's doing when he's trying to put himself in everyone's mm-hmm. shoes, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he's doing the nine merging thing to write mm-hmm. the songs. Um, so six is top, and then one and two are next, and then three is after that. And then in the middle, um, I've got like seven, eight, and nine. I really didn't like, uh, nine when I heard it at first. Cause it, I don't, I don't know why it was just like really soft. It's a, it's a lullaby. Mm -hmm. Um, and. He's good with the lullabies. What?
0: He's good with the lullabies. He really
1: is. He's got a, it, it certainly is in his tone, you know, like that's, that's in his wheelhouse right there. Mm -hmm. Um, but I maybe it just hit like a little too close to home. I don't know. Uh, but it it was sort of the like, well, I don't no. I I don't want to be called out like this. So that's kind of in the middle for me because I can't listen to that too much. Uh, and then at the bottom for me is the four and five.
0: Hmm.
1: Those are some of my my least favorite.
0: This may be bad for like an Enneagram podcast, but the way I ranked mine was literally, is it a bop or not? <laughs> <laughs> it was less about the lyrics and more about, do I jam to this? Did I, you know, I don't
1: know. Well, that's part of it. Cause part of his, his, he's, he's creating like a, a musical journey too, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Which as an overall musical journey, it flows very well.
1: Yeah um which is why I recommend listening to the whole series
2: mm
1: -hmm. um because there's some there's some songs in there that I just like really great uh but let's let's start breaking down some of these songs um you want to start with with your top
0: eight um we can start with eight Um, or do we want to go in a
1: circle I had, start.
0: started, I had started pulling up the lyrics, um, so I've yeah. got one through four up right now. <laughs> I can pull up eight real quick though. Is that where you want to start?
1: Well, we can do it this way. We can either start with trading off our lists and saying like going down like top to bottom mm-hmm. and why we like things, or we can go around in a circle Let's starting do- in the way that, in the order that he made them. So starting with one and going to nine.
2: Okay.
0: Um, let's go ahead and discuss in a circle.
1: Okay. So we'll start out with one, which is both second for us.
0: Mhm. It was really good. It was a strong, it, it's a strong starting piece.
1: It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just. Something about, like, the way that the, if you read the lyrics, Mm -hmm. um, it feels almost hopeful, Mm
2: -hmm. which is,
1: I think, an aspect of the one that most people don't draw out, you know? They think about the idealism, they think about the perfectionism, they think Mm -hmm. about the judgmentalism, but, like, the idea, like, the central theme of the piece, you know, the
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I believe that we can fix it or um I'm not saying perfect exists but we'll only know for certain if we try yeah that's sort of like eh, it's a it's a different take and I really do enjoy that
0: Mm um I didn't so from okay um derailing for a second um, it's very interesting for me which songs that I like kind of the best, um, because when I listen to music, I tend to like things that kind of send me to 8, you mm. know, and get me pumped. So obviously 8 is my favorite, um, and I think it has a very 8 vibe, but I was intrigued that 1 would also send me there. Um, I don't know. It was just an observation because it also has that very, like, it doesn't have eight energy, not at all. I don't know where I'm going with this anymore, but it's just.
1: I mean, it's about the idealism. It's tapping into your eight idealism, right?
2: Yeah.
0: But it's
1: also about the balance between taking control and letting go.
2: Mm Mm-hmm
1: which I think is also a very eight concept.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that to find out that grace requires nothing of me, the lyric Mm -hmm. is both a one and eight mindset. Yeah. And health. So maybe that's what did it for me. Because I really like that lyric in this.
1: Yeah. I do think that, that one is... A stellar song
2: can you
0: hear the dog whining
1: i can oh,
0: no, he i i got him his bone out again and then he he had to leave it and he didn't want the other dog to get it <laughs> so he shoved it back under the couch and now he desperately wants it again and i've already like in order for him to get it i have to pick up the couch and like lift it up while he scrambles under there and I don't want to do it I might just have to let him out all right would you like to move on to two
1: yeah let's look on to two uh that's also number three for both of us so that's a Mm -hmm. a crowd pleaser right there
0: two's just a really solid love song in general Mm -hmm. which let me go ahead and pull up one of my fun facts so um Ryan O'Neill has a long list of songs that have been used in TV and like movies and stuff like that. And so like, for instance, um, he has a a song in breaking Dawn part one called turning the page, but I was surprised at just how many of the Atlas two songs get used in everything. Yeah. And so in the 2020 us figure skating, skating championships, um, Two was used, um, and I'm not entirely sure how because it wasn't credited very well. So I don't know if mm-hmm. someone danced to it or if it was just some of their like background music during the championships. But um, it was taken in for that, and I I like that because it is um, it stands alone very well. And I think mm-hmm. for some of my, I think some of the other ones that I placed down lower don't stand as well outside of the piece. But 2 is just a really good love song in general. And that's why it ranks so high for me.
1: Yeah. I think for me, too, like like that's the idealized love, right? Because it's totally and completely selfless. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It just plays to the romantic of me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's interesting the way that he has um he's simultaneously created the picture of a two who can be saying this you can read it as him like saying it to someone else Mm -hmm. or you can read it as like self-love and affirmation
0: I kind of I didn't actually see it as a self lover affirmation, but I did see it as it could either be someone who loves a two or mm. a two loving someone else because they're like, sweetheart, you look a little tired. When did you last eat? Things like that. It's like a two not taking care of themselves very much and needing someone to mm. come in and be like, I'm going to take care of you. Like they want to be taken care of. So, and that's why I think it's a, a well-rounded love song because it can, it sounds like it could come from any type to any type. Um, but also has those touches of two that would make it just perfect for loving a two. Also, I am in a relationship with a two. So maybe that's why I'm like making a it better. Yeah, I'm a little biased. I my, two. my two, I played it for my two. And it's interesting because the reaction my two had was just kind of vibing a little bit and then just laughing. Mm. um and i was like why are you laughing and they were like the the specifically the lyric no i don't want to talk about myself tell me where it hurts and i was like just Mm. yep i feel it
1: (laughs) Mm.
3: um so i don't know i think
1: for me uh, and i found two was one of like the first songs that i listened to from the enneagram stuff because when i was got into it he was still making them right Mm -hmm. um Also, for me, there was the idea that this is what love was supposed to look like in a sort of self-effacing way. Mm. Um, And as a nine, I don't actually, I like, that's not me. I don't, this is, this isn't who I am. I don't do this. Um, I I can't actually do the two thing because that's not my, that's not my vibe. And I've tried to before and it does not work out well. Um, but I think that also for me is part of the draw on an emotional level, right? Or the, the idealization of it.
2: Mm.
1: I don't know. It's just sweet. Mm. Okay. So three, you ranked three fairly low, right?
0: I did rank three fairly low. It wasn't. I don't know and I might need to like rearrange this a little bit because thinking back on it I think I liked it a little more than five and nine but n- not above seven but in the moment I ranked it three so maybe if I listened back to it I would be like meh um
1: is it weird that I don't necessarily enjoy like musically the, the parts of the song where he's singing but I enjoy the other things you know no, I, like, if it, if it were an acoustic, like, just no lyrics
2: mm-hmm.
1: track, I would think I would like the music better.
0: Mm-hmm. I think this was, um, I think the reason I didn't, like, it was the lyrics, really, for me, because it's not, like, I don't connect to it at all, like, and fu- and I finally see myself, I know myself, I don't, you know, I think it would kind of connect more to threes. Were you uh, getting at something yeah. else?
1: I mean, I don't know if I necessarily connect, and I'm not a three. I have, it's my integration point, but mm-hmm. I think part of it being my integration point is that I don't, I still don't have the fundamental like
2: mm-hmm.
0: issues
1: of a three.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and the ways that I live based on others' perceptions of me is not represented in this song, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So I, I think want... it's sorry, go ahead.
1: I I enjoy it, but I think maybe what was lacking for me is that it does have I think a very specific idea of what living living image conscious looks like. Mm you know, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's the achievement-based model, right, but I think there's a diversity of what that achievement-based model looks like for threes, mm-hmm. and it's taken the, the baseline, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it
1: doesn't go as in-depth as some of the other songs do, I think.
0: Yeah, it is a little bit more surface level three.
1: Yeah, um, you think maybe because Ryan O'Neill is a, a nine that he struggled
0: Maybe that's why. Oh, also fun fact: Grey's Anatomy has used this song one, and I'll just go ahead and read it. Um, type eight, the eight song on their soundtracks. Um, but yeah, and I don't want to keep skipping back. So American Idol used seven. <laughs> but yeah, those are the those are the ones that I found the most interesting. Also, I need to listen um, to, cause apparently he now has a cover of, um, what's the song? Like, um, 500 miles. Hold on. I'm,
1: I will say that the, the best line in this whole song is the, and leave my greatest failures on display with an asterisk worthy of love anyway.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to listen to his cover of I'm going to be or 500 miles. Cause apparently that is very good. It's been used in a bunch of stuff. Hmm. I don't know. Ready to move on to four.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't like four.
0: I didn't like. I didn't either. Was it my? It was my lowest rated song, and I think it's because I didn't like it musically. Mm-hmm. Very much. I just wasn't I as into it.
1: I will say the one thing that I like is like the bridge section, the mm-hmm. like bodies fashioned out of dirt and dust.
0: Hmm. for a moment we get to be glorious
1: Hmm. like st- that if I could just have that be like the rest of the song mm-hmm. be like that I would enjoy it more I think
0: yeah lyrically I don't know I think the lyrics are very nice
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I think I would like it a little bit more if it musically kind of matched instrumentally I guess
2: Mm -hmm.
0: because i really do like the lyrics the lyrics kind the lyrics definitely vibe with my four wing like they're yeah um
1: it's very poetic
0: it is it's very pretty
1: yes but i think i like it better as a poem than as a song
0: yeah i definitely feel that
1: and then I didn't really like the musicality of the five.
0: I also didn't, which also put it down pretty low for me because I didn't like the, it took him a long time to get to the lyrics. And so for a while, I thought I had just an up. instrumental.
1: Yeah. Were you to be pissed off that you got the instrumental?
0: I, would, I wouldn't have been, um, but I was confused thinking I had grabbed like an instrumental version uh-huh. to listen to. And so, like, I, um, last night was the first time I listened to all of the songs, but when I went to go start five, it took me a while to actually start it after you recommended it Mm
2: -hmm. because,
0: like, I'd start it up and I'd be like, I think I found the wrong thing and I would (laughs) click out of it. And so it was a good couple of months after you recommended it to me that I was like, well, maybe I'll just listen to this. And then it had the lyrics and I was like, oh, this has been the correct thing the entire time. Mm Mm-hmm. Lyrically speaking, I also am not the biggest fan because it's very surface level five.
1: And this is the thing I think for a couple of them, he falls short.
0: I yeah, because I, especially the end, like, and now I want to generously lose this energy that I've been hanging on to so desperately. I finally feel the universe expand its hidden heartbeats, exhales, and in the hope of open hands. Um, Definitely lost me. Um, Maybe that's because I'm more at an average level. But I don't think fives ever want to generously lose. Okay, here's the main issue for me. Generously lose this energy. I don't have energy. I don't have it to lose if it's i get that the opening up is like like when we're in growth we're supposed to be come more generous and it's definitely i am more generous but i think my info it's less my about time. giving
1: and more about being a conduit
0: uh-huh and you he really lost me at energy because it's never like that's the problem that's why we don't give info away so easily is because of the energy it takes. I don't have the energy to give it away. I have to hoard my resources and that's why.
1: Yeah, um, so I, I think that that's, <clears throat> it's about like reaching equilibrium, equilibrium, however you pronounce it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the way I would think about that is not necessarily that you've hoarded this stuff all this time and now you're giving it away. Mm-hmm. But that you've realized that you don't have to hoard that as things come in, they go out.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um the other thing is like it feels like an out-of-body experience. Um I'm not in touch with my body, so maybe that's what he meant. But, like, living as me doesn't feel like an out-of-body experience. It's just how I relate to... How, I bet how I relate to my body would feel like an out-of-body experience to someone like a nine. Probably. But that's not how I relate to it.
1: Okay. So we can agree that five is not... Four and five are, are not, uh, not the best.
0: They're not the best. Okay. Honestly, I think I ranked five so high in my group is more just because it's type five and I'm <laughs> <laughs> I could five. I couldn't rank it last.
1: <laughs> okay, but my favorite one that I have listened to on repeat, like literally just repeated the song over and over again and listened to it for like half an hour, mm-hmm. is six.
0: It's a... It's a good song. Mine, I what did I rank it four? It's not in my top core three. Um.
1: It's the the um, the sort of my mind was heavy, running ragged with worst case scenarios, emergency exits, and the distance below.
0: Mm.
1: I do that. I'm not even mm. a six, but like I felt that I was like, oh shit. I do check emergency exits when I get on places and then I don't stew on it. Like I leave that, but like, I could feel, I could feel what it was like to be a six in the song, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, uh, I like it. It's also just musically very interesting to me.
0: Musically it's interesting. I think these lyrics are a lot more spot on. Mm -hmm. It's one of the more spot or, Maybe it
1: turning is. A...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: you get to the halfway into the song mm-hmm. and you know for most songs there he has that turning point right mm-hmm. where it's like pushing through and then you've reached that sort of integration point where you're moving forward um but I think the way that that matched up with the music and the lyrics for me in this particular song hmm um, going from being paralyzed to being, like, strong,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and taking a choice and, and action.
3: Hmm. Anyways. Yeah.
0: Um, seven?
1: Right. Oh, I do want to have one more thing about oh, this. Okay. If you go listen to his podcast, I think he has a vignette where he talks about an experiment where they took it was like some like animal research with like primates mm-hmm. and they took away all of the primates with anxiety and the whole group suffered huh because the ones with anxiety were the ones that were keeping everyone safe
0: very interesting
1: i don't know if i'm like quoting it right or whatever but i, I feel that in this you know mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yes, sixes. The sixes in my life are like this.
3: They keep us safe with their...
1: They do keep us safe. Mm-hmm.
3: All
0: right, now seven?
1: Yeah, so seven, seven, eight, nine are all sort of mid mm-hmm. for me.
0: You and I ranked seven in the exact same spot at five.
1: Yeah, I'm just...
0: I think it's a solid song. Um. But it's very middle of the pack. I think it's interesting that I don't relate to it more um, because of disintegration.
1: I, you know what? I don't I think of the sevens in my life. And I do think though that it like it gets that very stereotypical seven, sort of in the way that three also gets mm-hmm. the very stereotypical three.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We're
1: talking about the fives being very stereotypical as well.
0: How does Alyssa feel about it? Do you want me to go ask her? yes, please.
1: Okay.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. How do you feel about, uh, Enneagram Atlas song seven?
3: I think, well, maybe this wraps up into all of them a little bit, but I think the, I mean, the optimism of seven doesn't always feel true to me. Like the song seven is very optimistic and very energetic. And sometimes it doesn't feel apt or accurate, but I also know that a lot of the sort of driving force of sleeping at last like goal with the songs was to talk about that integration point right to talk about like developing as a person and being your best self so to an extent i also think that that's a part of it but i guess also that like as a general rule like trying very very hard to remain that level of optimistic is they're integral to being part of a seven. Like, like that's huge. Um, and like, that activity, that feeling of like, this is a very bouncy song. Um, and it, it's like, I'm trying to figure out how to put this, but like, the feeling that I have that a lot of that bounce is, in my own life, very superficial. That, that is something that I'm projecting and trying to like engage with on purpose because I want to avoid not feeling it. And so to me, sometimes the song actually rings a little bit hollow because I know the sort of darker side of it and there's this very brief moment that it feels like sinking when you're standing in one place that does kind of allude to that feeling of like, if you stop that movement, you'll be sort of crushed under that feeling of losing that momentum. So I have complicated feelings on it, I guess,
1: but. Yeah. Well, because it it falls into the fundamental trap of the seven personality type as a thing, which is avoiding all negative Hmm. emotional experiences. Mm -hmm. Or just experiences generally. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for your your time and your Thank
2: you
0: for your
1: (laughs) Glad to be helpful. All right. Bye, Love Bye. You. Straight from a seven.
0: Straight from the seven's mouth.
1: Yep. <laughs> so. All
0: right. Now on to eight, which was my favorite. You kind of put it mid-pack, huh?
1: I did. It's so angry.
0: It's not though. It's just it's it so gets hurt.
1: Me... It's I don't pumped. like any of this, okay? It's hoped. I have, there are pump songs that I can listen to that are, like, pump, pump songs, you know, like, uh, rest in peace, DMX
2: mm-hmm.
1: will get oh. you pumped.
2: <laughs> oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> I used to, I love DMX, and KJ broke the news to me last night, like, that's when I found out, um, and I had to listen to X go and give it to him. Um, right just because that is a
1: pump up song this is not on that level okay
0: i don't know it's it's just pumped to me like i want to break these bones till they're better yes um but it's i don't know i just i i don't know how it how well it speaks to eight so I can't attest to that but it definitely sends me to eight. I'll give all I have I'll give my blood give my sweat. Ocean of tears will spill for what is broken. I'm shattered porcelain glued back together again oh, it's so dramatic. Like I've never been <laughs> it is it is it's
1: that's so traumatic that's so much emotion for me I need to not.
0: I like it it's just very like... I could work out to this song, not gonna lie.
1: I could not.
0: It, it pump me up. Pumps me up. It's my favorite. It's my absolute favorite. It's probably the only one. It's actually the only one that I actually have liked in my like Spotify, like like it's in my Spotify likes.
1: Yeah. And, um...
0: <laughs> That's all you got. Yeah all right um let's just move on to nine then i ranked nine fairly low too we actually did, ranked but nine. mostly
1: because it's too much of a call out
0: i i wouldn't say that it's a call out for me because you know not, you're not uh, a nine but
1: well ryan o'neill is a nine and and he made this song to call out other nines
2: mm-hmm.
1: um but i just i just don't and you know maybe this is the positive outlook which if you wanna know more about, go listen to our previous episodes on Positive Outlook. But just like the, I don't, I, do, I just dislike, I dislike that that's my thing, you know? I don't want that to be just my thing. Like I listen to the Nine song and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I do that. But <laughs> when, <laughs> thanks. Um, when I do, when I listen to that song, You know, that I've been sleepwalking since I was 14. And I think explicitly about 14-year-old me who grew out. I grew my hair out. I stopped shopping in the boys' section. I went and stopped in the women's section. You know, I'm a trans man. So it was all just like, there's a lot of shit going on in my life, in high school specifically, about hiding from my emotions and myself uh, and checking out. Uh, to cope with things right mm-hmm. but the the reality of being faced with that in a song um but then that being like there's a tipping point and then there's like one v- verse and it ends so like the majority of the song is you being fucking you know feeling guilty about your self. And I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I have strong emotions. I feel called out.
0: It would have been better if there was more in growth. Well,
1: yeah. And it's, I mean, primarily, I think I struggle personally with the idea of identity narratives being based on pain
2: Mm. because of my own
1: my own stuff you know like being like that was a big part of my whole like I don't want to be trans is like there were no positive there were no positive examples of what being that and being happy looked like the examples I had was you know queer people being harassed or you know like trans people being murdered or um being unhappy and depressed and suicidal or hating themselves and hating their bodies. And I was always so very conscious of being explicitly um, thankful um, and loving of myself and my body because I knew that the world was not going to be And so, I mean, it is one of those positive outlook type things, right? But Mm -hmm. the, having that being your coping mechanism and then the sort of narrative of that actually being one of pain Mm -hmm. is a difficult pill to swallow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. oof yeah
3: oh my
0: god i'm sorry <laughs>
1: oof oof, <Oof-ta>. oof.
2: yikes
0: <laughs> yeah yikes
1: yikes so anyways that it actually is a like a it's a stellar recommendation for the song because it makes me have such an emotional or a visceral reaction Mhm. Um but I want I want the after I want the afterwards of of being happy.
3: Mhm.
1: Give that to me Ryan O'Neal. Give me happiness.
0: You know more about his other works. Like he apparently has the songs like um for the intelligence centers, right?
1: Yes, he does. I don't
0: I haven't listened to those cuz I
1: um My, uh, I, I like all of them. Um, I don't know if I, you know, I do, I like all of them. We can, I mean, we can go listen to them now if you want. Um, I feel like I have to listen to Heart in Moderation just because it's so emo. (laughs) Um, I do think that my favorite though is mind and I do think that we should listen to mind.
0: okay let's do it and
1: you should you should go listen to mind because it's it's a good one.
0: okay I don't like it as much. you don't like it Not really I don't like it very much.
1: That's my favorite one.
0: Yeah
1: oh. maybe you'll like the body one
0: Maybe maybe it'll get maybe it'll one. make you any great you know that's... <laughs> uh-huh. Oh no! I honestly think it's mainly just because, like, stylistically, it doesn't grab me.
1: It's the oh, new I like the style of it. personally yeah.
0: that's. I think that's. I think for me, music really has to grab me. Style, like, I have to like the sound of it. Yeah, and it's just. It's too slow and.
1: Oh, the other I, ones aren't faster at all.
0: Yeah. That is See, the most
1: bopping of them.
0: If it's a slow song that sounds disingenuine, I can't get into it. And I feel like he has no connection to what he's singing. It didn't sound like he was speaking from his own experience. You know what I mean? And so I was nine. like, yeah, I was like, mm. I don't feel, it's my four. It's the four wing. I'm like, this is disingenuine. I don't need it.
1: What he should do is play lots of D&D mm-hmm. and have all of his d characters be a different type.
0: I think, honestly, what might make this better is if he found other artists. That who, are types? Who were those types. Um, Collapsed yeah, and collabed with people. I think that would make it better because you would get, A, you could have someone who would go over the lyrics and be like, I I don't feel this in in my style. And there are are a lot of Enneagram artists who would probably do this. I listened to the, uh, I forget, but there's a podcast and she interviews a bunch of people and a a fair amount of them have been musicians Mm -hmm. um, who know about the Enneagram, practice it and could help. And I think also having at least a duet with someone who's that type would make it better because Um, it didn't feel like he was singing from his heart and sorry that's the like theater major in me and like taking classes like acting the song mm -hmm. um you can take a song that is bad but when you're singing it from the heart it makes it good
2: Mm.
0: It's why there have been a bunch of singers who aren't very good at actually singing, but still get their their music still takes off, and it's because you can you can feel it. And mm. I d- I didn't feel it.
1: I go back to my D and D theory that mm-hmm. he should just like so sort of start acting,
2: mm-hmm.
1: in character, create characters that are the Enneagram archetypes, and then go be mm-hmm. those people.
0: I, I think that would help him, but I really I think collaboration would be better.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all done now, so there's nothing yeah. to do about it. But. Mm-hmm. Um, for future stuff, if you're ever going to do Enneagram stuff, this is our humble recommendation. I also, I feel bad. Like, I don't want to critique too harshly because he's putting himself out there. And they are good songs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah um it's just uh, when I critique these it is from a very theater school perfect perspective where I like what he's doing I love I don't even just like it I love what he's doing um it's just some pointers to maybe make it better
1: because yeah
0: everything can be made better
1: I would love to see you know because my my personal opinion is that Hozier is a four who is we agreed hosier oh yeah we agreed that the four was one of the like bottom songs for us Mm -hmm. i wonder what a collab with hosier on the four song would have looked like
0: oh it'd been a it'd been a banger
1: a banger
0: it would have been so good such a bomb yeah there's a five that's also a musician that i know of um i forget what her name is but i have listened to her episode on that one podcast a bunch of times. This is not helpful for Ryan O'Neill, who's not listening to our (laughs) podcast.
1: No, but you
0: know. Let me find the podcast real quick. It's the Enneagram Journey with Susan Stabile.
1: (sighs) Just go listen to that podcast and you'll find
0: out. If you listen to the type, yeah. It's the Enneagram Journey with Susan Stabile. Um, If you listen to her episode on fives, one of them is a... Um, one of the type five she interviews is a musician, so well, ready to wrap up.
1: I'm ready to wrap if you are. Yep, yeah. so we'll um see you all live, semi live in the same month in September.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: After Maddie's journey, yep. let us know what you think it is.
2: Yep,
0: so we have two questions of the month for you guys. One is to guess what I've been doing. Um, and it'll be revealed in our next episode. Um, and then the other one is, our next episode is going to be um, about the, we're starting the Harnevian triad, and we're gonna start with a compliant group. And so that's ones, twos, and sixes. And our question is, is suffering a necessary part of the human condition? What would people who never suffered be like?
1: let us know Mm -hmm. send us an email anything goes at gmail.com tweet at us at anything goes uh leave us a review on our cert i don't know wherever wherever you're listening
0: and i want to read them because i'm gonna i'm gonna have a lot of downtime to read stuff that's your final clue
1: (laughs) yep bye uh,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: bye Mm -hmm.